Orin and Arthur startled awake to the sound of Sneers going, Crystal! Crystal! Did we really go and get that crystal? For a moment, they thought maybe it was just a dream. But then they saw it, the red hue of the crystal filling the room. We actually did it, said Arthur. What are we going to do now, said Orin. I guess we've got to bring it back to Kester. Um, before you do take it back to Kester, said Sniz, please come and take it down into the Vulcan village and show everybody. Of course, said Orin. That's a great idea. Come on. When they went down to the Vulcan village, everybody else was already awake and busy about their ways, for they hadn't had such a late night. It didn't take long for the sight of the red crystal to turn a few heads, and some of the Vulcans came and gathered around. Sneers very proudly told everyone that came his way that it was the red crystal, the red crystal, the finest red crystal in all of Aralan. Well, this soon turned more heads, and before long there was a big crowd around them all. Sneers, this isn't the real red crystal, said one of them. We all know that the real red crystals were the dragon. Where did you find this one? I mean, it is pretty. No, this is the real red crystal, said Sniz. We went back over the volcano and there was a really big puffy dragon and it was really scary, but I couldn't see very much and I was really brave because I shouted things like toenails into the volcano and confused the dragon while these two went in and got it. Let's have a look, said Snoz, pushing her way to the front. Did you really do it? Did you really go there and get it? We did, said Sniz. Look, I promise you it's the real one. These two went right down into the volcano and took it while I distracted the big puffy dragon. Snoz was amazed. She couldn't quite believe that her brother, her brother who was scared of everything, had actually done this brave thing. Did you manage to block up the tunnel? asked Sniz. Yeah, we did, Sniz, said Snoz. We all worked really hard, and I don't think there's any chance of them coming back now. Well, I don't think there's much chance of them coming back at all anyway, said Arthur. They followed our gimbal leaves in the stream all the way back to their factories. Even if they were to come back, it would take a long while. Well, good, said Snoz. I don't want them coming back here ever again. So, what do you do now? I mean, you've got the nice crystal, which is, well, like, good, and it's really pretty and everything, but... Then you need to take it somewhere. Yeah, said Arthur. We need to take it back to the Greenlands to Kester. He needs a crystal from each of the lands to make up the prism so that he can protect everywhere from the Mora. I'm going to miss you guys, said Sniz, who was suddenly realising that this might be the end of their stay in the Vulcan village. Oh, said Oren, who was just having the same thought. Well, well, Sniz, won't you come with us? I don't know, said Sniz. Come with you where? Well, just come with us to Kester, to bring the crystal back, just so you can see how happy it makes him. Oh, that might be fine, said Snoz. I'm going to go and ask my mum and dad right now. Me too, me too, said Snoz, bounding after Snoz. I helped loads, didn't I, Snoz? I was part of it all, and I should be able to come too. I think it'd be really good. In fact, it'd be nice for me to be there, wouldn't it? I mean, they probably want me to come as well, she was saying. Orin and Arthur were sad. They didn't like the idea of not seeing Sneers anymore. But it wasn't long before Sneers came bounding back with a grin on his face. They said I couldn't come! They said I couldn't come! But they said I could go to the Greenlands with you and maybe a little bit to Moraland. But I had to stay with you too so that I didn't do anything silly. 
Behind Sneers came a sad-looking Snores. She looked a little grumpy and was kicking stones. You're right, Snores, said Arthur. No, she said. They said I'm too young and I'm not allowed to come and it's made me feel cross. Oh, Snores, said Oren. That's hard luck. But you know you're our friend too, don't you? And we will come back here to visit. It's not like we're gone forever. I tell you what, Snores, said Arthur. We'll bring you back something nice. She smiled a little bit. And then she had an idea. Well, she said, because Sneers gets to go with you and I don't, I think it's only fair that I get to play with you all by myself before you go. All right, said Oren Arthur. That sounds fair. And while Sneers went off and showed everybody left in the village that hadn't seen the crystal, his magnificent prize, Oren and Arthur played hide-and-seek and ran around with Snoz. When Snoz was all puffed out and Sneers had shown pretty much everybody in the Vulcan village his crystal, they decided they really must be getting back to Kester. So how exactly do we get there? asked Sneers. Is it a really long walk? I mean, because if it is a really long walk, why don't we just stay here one more night so that we can pack lots of snacks and stuff? No, it's not a really long walk, said Oren. We know a shortcut. Oh, that sounds good, said Sniz. So what you have to do, Sniz, is close your eyes and imagine our woods. But I've never been to your woods. I mean, I can imagine... Well, the woods here, where Sasha is. No, our woods. Um, let me explain it to you, said Oren. He tried to explain the woods, but he had a funny feeling inside that maybe Sniz couldn't come. I know, said Arthur. Let's just grab onto Sniz. We can imagine it and see what happens. So that's what they did. They held onto Sniz and they thought of the woods and they thought of it with all their might. And then with a flip of their tummies, they heard Sniz say, Oh, this is nice. Ooh! And there they were, back in the woods. Hide, Sniz, they said for they knew that if any of the mummers saw Sneers, they would know that this was no normal game. They flicked the page of the Greenlands, and they looked at it. Look at that castle, they whispered to him. Stare at it. Imagine you're there. They all looked at the castle, and they stared, and they imagined, and then they were there. This is nice, said Sneers. Very fancy. Are those hedges in the shape of a bear? Yes, said Oren. Mm, I like it. My kind of style, he said. They walked through the castle gates and up the path, past the fountain. Kester, they called, but they couldn't see him anywhere. They thought they might find him in the grounds, and so they walked around the back of the castle. They heard his little feet shuffling up the gravel path. But then they heard a noise. Ah! Ah! Don't eat me! Don't eat me! Don't eat me! He said, and he ran and he jumped into a hedge. Kester, they said, are you okay? Don't eat me. Please, spare me. I mean no harm. I come in peace. Kester is us, said Oren. Oh no, said Kester. Has someone turned you into some big ghastly monster? What's happened to you? They looked at Sneers and chuckled. Oh, <laughs> no. Look up. That's not us. That's our friend Sneers. He's fine and he's, he's not a monster. He's lovely. Are you sure? said Kester. I mean, beg your pardon if you are, but you're a bit alarming to look at. Oh, yeah. We get that quite often, said Sniz. But I promise you, we're just warm and fussy. We're even vegetarians, you know. Kester began to stir and he started to look through the crack in the hedge. 
He juddered a little as he looked at Sniz. Are you sure you're not going to eat me, he said. No, I'm not going to eat you. You wouldn't taste very nice anyway, I'm sure, he said. Still a little wary of Sniz, Gester came out of the bush and looked up at them all. Before he asked any more questions, he suddenly saw what Arthur was holding in his hand. Oh my goodness, he said. Is that it? Is that the red crystal? Yes, said Oren. Yes, said Arthur. It absolutely positively is, said Sniz. You're the first, you know, said Kester. No one else has found one. Not my people, not yours. Oh my goodness, this is such luck. Oh, come in, come in, he said. And he ushered the brown to the front of the castle. Um, excuse me, Mr Kester, said Sniz. Um, is that a parrot I just saw go and poo on your roof? Ugh, it is indeed, said Kester. They've got a whole jungle and they like my tiles more than anywhere else. As they walked in the door, all babbling about the excitement of their journey, everyone forgot to warn Sniz and... Ow! 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 Oh! Oh! Bjorns! Oh my goodness me! He said. You see, the Kinder Castle doorways are a little on the small side for someone Sniz's size, and no one had remembered to tell him to duck. Oh! Don't mean to complain, but my goodness me! Oh, yeah. Sorry about that, said Kester. We're not a big folk. Here, you better bend down. Come on in, Sniz. This time Sniz did bend down, and although he was still blinking a bit from the shock of it, it was nice to be inside. Kester led them up the staircase to the Rainbow Hall, and he unlocked the door. There in the middle of the room, on an altar, was a golden cage, and inside the cage was a satin pillow. Kester unlocked the cage and showed them where to put the crystal. Put it in here. Then I'll lock it in here and then I'll lock the door. That'll stop any harm coming from it, he said. They put the crystal in and it glowed red in the rainbow hall. I am so excited, said Kester. Come downstairs and have a biscuit and a cup of aircon coffee, he said. They all went downstairs and Sniz remembered to duck this time as he went into the kitchen. Kester went straight over to the stove and pulled off the kettle that was whistling quietly in the corner. Oren and Arthur sat on a stool each, and Sniz... Ow! Oh no! Oh dear! Oh, uh, excuse me, Mr Kester, but I accidentally broke your chair. His big bottom was far too big for the kinder chairs. Oh, not to worry, said Kester, looking at Sniz on the floor with a pile of splinters around him. Look, right, well I'd say I sit on the table, but, well, I don't want you to break that. Would you be so offended if I asked if you would sit on the floor, Sniz, he said. Absolutely not at all, said Sniz. I quite like it on the floor. My big fairy bottom is plenty cushioning for me. Oren and Arthur and Sniz sat there while Kester brought them acorn coffee and kinder biscuits. You lot are so brave, he said to them. Everybody knows that that crystal has been guarded by the big dragon up on the volcano. However did you get it? he asked. Yes, well, said Sniz, I was very brave. Yes, said Oren Arthur, we were very brave. Yes, and we had a dragon, you know, it can't see very well anymore. And, and I was at the top of the volcano shouting things like toenails into the volcano and earwax and stuff. And these two 
My goodness, this crazy bunch, they went down into the volcano and took it out. Well, said Kester, such bravery deserves much more than a kinder snack, but that's what I can offer you. While they had their kinder biscuits and acorn coffee, they talked about their adventures and they talked about their friends in the other lands and how they missed them all. And when there was a pause in the conversation, Kester asked them, What do you lot think about the Mora, now that you've been round them and all that? Well, said Sniz, I mean, they're a bit spooky. Those machines really creep me out. But they're also not so clever. So they're not the scariest thing in Araland, that's for sure. Yeah, they're not too bad, said Oren. I mean, obviously we want to stop them, but they don't seem too fierce. Well, said Gester, you see, the thing is, someone's got to go and find our green crystal at some point, and I'm pretty sure that it's there in Moraland. I think that they dug it up and accidentally chucked it in with all of their bits of gold. And I was wondering, now that you know the Mora, whether you might be the right people to go and get it. Um, said Sniz. Well, that's a tricky one. Hmm. I'll do it, said Arthur. Me too, said Oren. Um, oh, uh, uh, what about me, said Sniz. Well, you wouldn't have to, Sniz, said Oren, but we'd love you to come. That's not such an easy decision, is it, said Sniz. He thought for a moment about what it would be like to go back and play with Snoz and be safe in the Vulcan village. But then he thought what it might be like if he wasn't going to see his friends Oren and Arthur again. And while playing with Snoz was, was wonderful and safe, he could do that any day. And for the first time ever in Snoz's life, somewhere deep inside him, he decided he wanted to do the adventurous thing. Well, what I'm thinking, said Snoz, is that because I've already seen the Mora and I know what they're like, that I'm going to come with you. Really? said Oren. Really? said Arthur, and they both hugged Sniz. I think so, said Sniz. Then that settles it, said Oren. I think it does, said Arthur. Yep, I think it does, said Sniz. <laughs>